is Daylight Magazine coming to you from Adventist World Radio Ghana, the voice of hope. Today's Daylight Magazine has segments designed with you in mind. Stay tuned and be blessed. Way to fix it 
Let's praise yourself. Let others do it. I was fantastic. Did you see me when I did? I handled that really well. I did that job. It's good, isn't it? We've all given ourselves a pat on the back from time to time, and that is healthy. However, at times we can go over the top and give ourselves so much adulation that our heads grow to three times bigger than their size. The danger in self-praise is that our view of ourselves and others become distorted. If there is to be praise, let others do it. Don't let it go to your head. God bless you. Listener, praise yourself as we bring to you a continuation of the discussion. Love because I, of I some to sacrifice, <laughs> and to what extent can I sacrifice you see, for the other? Every Christian must be prepared to sacrifice. If you are not ready to sacrifice, it means that you are not ready to be a Christian. Let's come to a relationship where there are lots of uh, two extremities. Your ideals, my ideals are not really harmonizing, but we seem to love ourselves. Who is to sacrifice? Let me, I gave this story on Sunday at a wedding sermon delivery. Perhaps let me use it to explain this very well. That would be grateful. There was uh, this couple, very, you know, poor in life. They had nothing even to, to, to survive was a serious problem. Hand to mouth. Right? <laughs> and it, they, they loved themselves so much that... Uh, one day, the woman came to the man. The woman had a very long hair, so beautiful and pretty. So the woman came to the man asking that, please, I need a comb. Can you please buy me a comb to keep this hair so nicely so that it will be appealing? The man didn't have a pessoa to give to the woman to buy the comb. And it hurt him so much that he just left the scene. When he went out, he just walked straight to a, a watch repeller and, and told the watch repeller he had a watch which um, um, is broken. In fact, before the man left, he told the wife that, in fact, I have nothing. Even my watch, look at it. It is broken and I'm, I don't have a dime to repair it. After this scene, he went out to the watch repeller and asked the watch repair to, to, to buy this watch so he can, you know, use the money for some other things. And by his, the grace of God, it was bought. This man had money from that sales and then went to buy the comb just to go and give to the wife to keep the hair because that is what he, she, she wanted. Unfortunately for this man, when he got home, the woman's hair was down. 
his she's also gone to cut down the hair because the husband could not afford to buy hair comb to comb the long hair when the man confronted her why do you do this the woman said i'm sorry but you know because you love watch so much and your watch is broken you could not get money to do that i went and sold my hair so that i can get some money for you to also go and repair your watch in fact they fell on each other's arm beginning crying they were crying all the way in fact the man was not crying because the hair was cut or because it was sold the woman was not crying because the watch was sold no he was crying because she, i mean how on earth can my husband just think about me so much that because of my hair he will go and sell the watch how can my wife think about me so much that because of my watch she will just go and cut off the hair sell to give me money to go and repair my watch oh it is unfathomable they fell on each other's arm and begin to weep like little children that is exactly what we're talking about here selfishness has really um, robbed us of our good relationship selfishness has taken away happiness we need to have in our marriages selfishness is making people to be so great that what does not belong to us we want to take it if you go to the public service if you go to the the, the working environment people are just grabbing things that do not belong to them just because they want to possess more than any other person and i sometimes ask myself where do we go with all these things after you have acquired all of them where do you go with them so selfishness is the greatest in fact i see it as one of the serious challenge confronting us of this uh, age and if we are unable to deal with it as paul is describing here the person may say what i have is little uh, just hand to mouth how do i sacrifice that you're talking about selfishness you know something do you remember elijah and the widow she had very little in fact that which she is going to eat and then die that was all but the word of god came to her that please do this for this man because that said the lord he believed in the lord and he did it and look at what happened in the end we're saying that all these things are characteristics of god and when you do them you don't do them in vain once it is that said the lord if you believe and you act upon them god takes care of the rest and that is why the little that you have is that which you must you know be ready to share the reason is that you cannot give that which you don't have you can only give what you have and god will not demand anything from you that he has not given you god will not expect to do anything that you don't have and that is the simple you know principle here so everyone will act according to how he or she has been blessed or be endowed with so it doesn't come in whether you have plenty or you, you don't have any everyone is a matter of every one of us let me conclude the the the, the one i just talked about with philippians chapter 2 verse 3 to 4 very well right and the bible says that do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit but in humility consider others better than yourself it means therefore 
each of you or each of us should look not only to our own interest but also to the interest of others and we must also notice that we should not neglect ourselves anyway but neither should we also seek our own advantage to the detriment of others and that is the counsel i want to give from uh, philippians chapter 2 verse 3 and 4 we're moving on to the last pair we talked about anger and keeping of records of wrong okay keeping wrong records let me put it that way but if you um look at what paul how paul described it, he says love is not easily angered it keeps no record of wrong and this is that possible you can forgive and forget you see um these two things here hmm. they are they are almost the same intertwined eh? wrong <laughs> here uh, uh, anger here is a short term anger is a short it's term. a short term okay keeping records of wrong is a long term of anger again <laughs> <laughs> being angry is a short term of displaying dishonor or disagreement of an issue keeping record of wrong is a long term of that same anger that you have expressed and paul is saying that you see paul is very careful here paul didn't say that those in love cannot be angry the word here underlined easily love is not easy you just listened to a discussion on the topic love a continuation will be brought to you later Any inquiries or contribution, you can contact us on plus two three three two zero eight seven zero four five three two or plus two three three two four four two three five zero one seven or email us at radio at vvu dot edu dot gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana P.O. Box AF five nine five Adenta Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback. Lord, the light of your love is shining in the midst of the darkness shining. Jesus, light of the world, shine upon us. Set us free with the truth you now bring us. Shine on me.
Is the moment of truth. Watching for you and Hello, my wonderful listener. You are welcome once again to Moment of Truth, the Discover segment. We want to work together, you and I, to discover very important Bible truths for our lives. We have been discussing a very important subject does my life really matter to God? We started by saying God created a perfect world in six days. He created man in a special way. But evil came to our perfect world. How did it come? Our first parents were deceived by a devil. And who was this devil? We said the devil is a father of lies, a murderer from the beginning, who was created as a perfect angel. But later, sin, iniquity entered him, pride entered him. And so... The chief of angels, Lucifer, became the devil. And because God wanted to preserve the peace and harmony of heaven, the devil and the one-third of angels that he was able to deceive, who joined him in rebellion, had to be expelled to earth. Then the next question comes, who is responsible for sin? And that is what we want to discuss today. Who is responsible for sin. Why didn't God create beings incapable of sinning? He could have made you and I with the ability to always do good, never to sin. But why didn't God create beings who are incapable of sinning? If he had, there would be no problem of evil in our world. 
But God wanted people who could have meaningful relationships with him. He didn't just want to create people, he wanted a relationship. And that is why in Genesis chapter 1 verse 27 we read that he created man in his own image. This means that we are free and responsible. We can decide to love God and we can decide to turn away from him. He gave us that freedom of choice to choose for ourselves. God gave the angels and human beings of every generation a spiritual nature and a capacity to make real choices. He did not create us like robots to go when he says go, to smile when he says we should smile, to talk when he says we should talk. He created us and gave us that free will to choose. And that is why when Joshua was moving with the Israelites in the book of Joshua chapter 24 verse 15, when they started rebelling, he told them, Choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve. And then he added, But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. So God gives us the freedom of choice to choose for ourselves whom we will serve. And it is important for us to always work to choose for ourselves. God challenges the beings he created in his image to choose to do the right because their reasoning powers tell them God's way is best. Yes, he will tell you, this is the right, this is the wrong. I am admonishing you. I am challenging you to do the right thing because that is the best way. But he allows you to make your choice anyway. To turn from wrong is something that God admonishes us to do. So he says, turn from wrong because the reasoning powers warn against the results of disobedience and sin. If we go by our reasoning power, our reasoning power will really warn us against disobedience and sin because it has consequences, evil results that will not be, help us, that will not be good for us as human beings on earth. Only beings with the power to reason and choose can experience real love. If you cannot choose for yourself, if you are being forced to do something, you cannot experience real love. And so it is good for us to have that ability to reason and choose. God longed to create individuals who could comprehend and appreciate his character, freely respond to him in love and be filled with love for others. That is what God wants for us. God wanted to share his love so much that he was willing to take the enormous risk of creating angels and people with the power of choice. He knew it was possible that someday one of his created beings might choose not to serve him. The devil was the first being in the universe to make that terrible choice. The tragedy of sin began with him. And so sin started with this devil. God gave us the power to choose. And he knew it was possible that one day somebody would decide to choose against his will. And the devil had to do this. And so even though the devil made that choice and he deceives us, he makes us to sin from time to time. If I make any choice, then I am responsible for the choice I make. 
because God opens the way for everyone to choose to obey him or not. So the most important thing is for us to make the choice for God so that we will not suffer the consequences and the tragedy of sin. But we have to understand that it is the devil who started sinning, yes, but any time we make a choice, we are taking responsibility for the choices that we make. It may be the devil who deceived you to go after that woman, to go after that man, to go and steal that goat, or whatever it is. But you had the power to choose to do it or not to do it. And so it is a devil who deceived you, yet you made a choice, and so you are responsible for your own sin. You cannot blame the devil for your sin. And that is what you should take note of as you study the word. God really loves you and he gives you the freedom to choose. But he admonishes you all the time to choose the right so that the devil will be put to shame, so that your choices will lead you towards God and away from the devil. We shall continue with this series to talk about how we can destroy sin. The thing that God has done in our lives to help us to show that our lives really matter to him. But until we discuss that subject, have a good day. You've been listening to Pastor Josiah Andor, AWR, Ghana. Thank you very much for staying with us once again. You can reach us on plus two three three two zero eight seven zero four five three two or plus two three three zero three zero seven zero five one zero five eight or email us at radio at vvu or through the postal address. Adventist World Radio Ghana, P.O. Box AF595, Adenta Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback. I believe today's magazine has been a blessing. May the good Lord's hands be in your life. Amen. Remember to tune in same time tomorrow. Bye for now.